Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Cañas, wearing uh, Jacobson swag today. We finally got t-shirts. This is not an official Jacobson uh, production. Jacobson has its own podcast, but I do work for Jacobson. Uh, so if you're watching on the, on the YouTube version, you can see my, my awesome Jacobson shirt. Uh, after four years, they finally gave us t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> we're not required to wear them, but it's just swag. <laughs> Uh, so, so today I have with me Emma Roloff, and I might be mispronouncing that. Is it is it Roloff? Spot on. You got it. Perfect, perfect. And Emma is the director for enterprise solutions at Navient in Wisconsin. And Navient, uh, what we always start with giving you the well. First, thank you. First of all, thank you for joining me today. And actually, like this is a little bit of a different episode. Uh, so normally, uh, I arrange recordings and then I kind of show up we chat for five minutes and I start recording in this case this is I believe my third conversation with 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 Emma first we had a conversation then we recorded for her podcast and that was short I don't know 15-20 minutes Mm -hmm. uh and and now we're recording from for mine so 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 uh I'm gonna feel weird next week not having you on the schedule Uh, (laughs) so 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 Emma uh what does Navient do Yeah, so thank you, number one, for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Um, But Navient is a business process consulting firm, and our focus is helping our customers manage their content and their processes more efficiently. And so I could get into what are the tools that we do that with, but at that highest level, We are really focused on listening to our customers' process challenges and helping them come up with new ways of working and ways of adjusting um, their business process, strictly just process perspective, and then also bringing in tools to help them enable those new ways of working. Okay. So within the insurance space, which is what what our listeners are, we have had massive change in the in the 10 or 11 years that, that, that I've been around. And, and it seems that every carrier is going through systems transformations. Uh, it seems that, 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 that there's a lot of process work in, in our industry, okay? So, so most carriers probably have some internal process people. So when does it make sense to bring a third party like, like Navient to help us really redo our processes? So one of the most common spaces that we find, even when an organization has a really strong focus on process internally, sometimes you reach a tipping point where you're influencing so much change and there are people dynamics that come along with what what you're introducing to the organization, how you're tackling those changes. And just as you said it, that third party is kind of the secret word there. So frequently what we hear is, you guys are gonna come in and you're gonna tell them the same thing that we've been telling them for six months and suddenly it's gonna click in their head because it's not a coworker that's saying it. And so sometimes when you're influencing change, it literally is simple as having somebody that they see as an expert that's outside of the organization coming in to help influence that change that helps break up the monotony of what's happening within their four walls within an organization and helps give kind of a fresh breath to the ideas that are coming forward. And you have a more collaborative discussion when it's somebody from the outside that's influencing and kind of 
starting those conversations as opposed to, oh, IT came to me again and they told me that they've got, you know, somebody that's going to come review our processes and I don't have time for this and blah, blah, blah. There's, there's people dynamics that surround it. Um, and then I would say kind of the next layer deep is just to your point, there may be people within your organization that do a really great job of understanding where you have opportunity within the process. And maybe you've pushed yourselves to the edge of your own internal capabilities. And now it's time to bring somebody in that might have a new idea of a way that you can attack that, that process or that problem or going back to the tools, maybe you recognize that you have a specific technology need and you don't have internal competencies within the organization to do that. That's another time that we'll often see that we're, we're being brought in. But I would say more often than not within the insurance industry, it's a little bit of that breaking up those dynamics internally and just bringing in a different voice to kind of help get everybody unified and collected around the idea. Okay. How do you how do you gain um, credibility? Uh, it, so the fact that you're a third party, like the, 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 like the first thing that comes to mind is well, management was willing to pay for this. They're serious about the change, right? But 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 I don't know if that's enough. How, how do you how do you gain credibility when you, when you when you come in? So I would like to say that it's you know my magical power to do this, um, but I would defer best back to our process consultants and their focus in the industry. So actually, you know, we were talking about this just briefly before we got on, but Navi has been around for about 35 years. And when the company first started, it was strictly just like taking digital documents and turning, or I'm sorry, taking paper documents and turning them into digital documents. So back then we were more than micrographics. Um, and there was a lot of hardware and like physical paper conversion stuff going on. And over time, our organization started to develop into more of a software implementation company. And during that transition, they recognized that the process side was important. And so they brought in some process consultants that actually came from the insurance world. And they've been born and bred. So going back to that idea of having process experts internally within your organization, our consultants actually started in the insurance industry and then took a step out and started a process-focused consulting company and then joined the Navient team. And so when they joined our team is when we changed from more than micrographics over to Navient or, you know, during that, that time roughly. And um, so they specifically understand the insurance industry really deeply because of their background. So they know the lingo to use. They understand the, the challenges that people are running into. And then, you know, it was 20 some years ago that they were living and breathing within an insurance organization. But through their tenure with Navient, they've continued to interact with different organizations within the across kind of PNC life and health. Um, but they've they've stayed close to the industry, so they they understand how to come in, step into processes, understand what's happening within the business. And when I say that it's like their superpower, the amount that their brain can absorb within a couple of hours to understand what's going on with an organization still surprises me after seven years. Um, and they learn your acronyms and, you know, the more that you can bring them into the fold and help them understand the more powerful it becomes and the more effective that they get. 
Um, but from the credibility standpoint, I think that industry focus over the course of their entire career certainly helps as well. I, I love the fact that they come from insurance because that, that is one of our big challenges that, that this is such a weird industry. So, and, and it, we certainly think that it's a very unique industry and, and I tend to agree with that thinking that, that it is a, a weird industry, but either way, whether it is a weird industry or, or not, whether it's, it's just too different for, for an outsider to understand the fact that they came from insurance is very, very, very helpful because we, we yeah, we, we definitely live in, in our own worlds. Uh, so, so, so that saves us a ton of time. In fact, my, my whole day job uh, is, is based on, on, on the idea of, of hey, if, if you need an IT person, I'm probably not the best person to call, but if you need an IT person with insurance experience, right, <laughs> uh, that's where we could really help. If you, if you need somebody with insurance experience, because it's such a different industry, if you're an accountant with insurance experience. Um, so so are, are you guys focused on, is everybody, all carriers have process needs and, and transformation needs. Uh, are, are you focused on the regionals, the super regionals, the, the, the very large national companies? Uh, uh, is, is there a, a particular size of company that, that you work best with, or is it really all across the board? Um, I would I would say we are a bit across the board. Some of if, you know, if folks are looking for um, technology implementations, which I would say 95% of our customers do end up having some sort of technology implementation as a part of their engagement with Navient. Um, there is kind of a cost of entry of some of the solutions that we have. And so really tiny, small mutual insurers or, or you know, like Farm Bureau insurance companies that only have a handful of employees, our solutions are probably not going to be the right size for those, those organizations because they are truly enterprise applications. Now, that being said, we do have customers that fall under that mutual umbrella, um, as well as regional carriers. And um, again, the solutions that we're using are enterprise class solutions that are in some of the largest insurance companies in the US and across the world. Um, not all of those implementations are managed or supported by Navient, but the tools that we're using are incredibly scalable. So um, from Navient's standpoint, you know, we really look to take that technology, or I'm sorry, take the process focus first and then bring in the technology. But sometimes, again, depending on the engagement and what someone's looking to do, we're pretty honest with them about whether we're going to be the right fit to help solve their problem or giving them a referral to somebody else that maybe is, you know, a more right size fit from a software perspective or for somebody that we know from our relationships, like, hey, they've got a really great um, eye for specifically helping with this problem. Go talk to them and they might be a better um better fit for solving this problem, but at another time, come back and talk to us. So that's one of the things that, you know, the insurance industry is so focused on relationships. And that's part of what I love about this, this industry. And so one of the things that I've personally done through my podcast and that type of thing is looked to build a really great network that I can refer people to. So if I'm not the right fit, I'm going to try and help connect you to somebody that I know that might be, be the right fit to help you. Um, and then sometimes it's working more collectively with our partners to help solve those problems, to make sure that we're bringing forward the right size team and the right 
expertise to, to solve the problem if, if we don't feel like we can do it independently at Navient. That is exactly our same approach, uh, Jacobson's height to, to sales. It's, it's, if we're not the right fit, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll try to send you in the right direction. Uh, do you have a couple, a couple of stories? Or, or, and you can anonymize the companies if you need to. Feel free to mention the companies. There's nothing on yeah. my side keeping you from mentioning them by name if you're able to. Uh, but do you have a, a couple of success stories of, of projects that, that you guys have done? Yeah, so um, one area that, again, I kind of mentioned that we've got some folks across the board in different, different buckets. Um, I mentioned the mutual market specifically. Um, we do have a company who we worked with to help implement a new business process for them because they were not at the point where they were ready to replace their old mainframe green screen application. And so, you know, the the gold standard, of course, is always to bring in a new tool and modernize your entire process. But being thoughtful of budgets and, and change management and how much people can take on at one time, they kind of decided to take a, a mini step, I would say, into changing the user experience and updating some of the components and the, the tools that they were using, but keeping their, their legacy data within that mainframe application. And so um, one of the main tools that Navient uses is a product called OnBase. And so I can share another story in a moment here about integrating with like a Guidewire or, or, and, or Duck Creek. And there's, there's those kind of accelerators and those components that allow us to play in the new world of digital applications with APIs and strong integrations that way. But OnBase also gives us the flexibility to offer an alternative to those companies that aren't quite ready or don't have the budget to take that leap to a full replacement. Um, and so that solution focused on helping build um, new processes for how the information for new business flows through their organization, what stop points that needs to make throughout the process before they write their policy and, and go back and interact with their agents. Um, and, and then down the line, they've continued to kind of, we will be eventually implementing an integration with a agent portal that they're working on putting together. So this was kind of that first step for them in terms of taking a step into the world of digital transformation. So their team isn't living and breathing in that old green screen application anymore. Um, they didn't have to do a massive data conversion. So it was a more palatable bite from an investments perspective there. But then also um, their organization probably wasn't ready for like this huge, new, shiny uh, policy management solution that was going to come in because they, I mean, even this transition was, was difficult for them because they were used to doing paper things. <laughs> they were used to bringing files of paper back and forth from each other's desks. And, you know, there's the horror stories of somebody opening up a drawer and throwing something in, closing it and locking it and pretending that they never saw it because there's no visibility into those processes. So it solved a lot of the challenges that they were running into, but it was a nice in-between step that allowed them to start modernizing their business without having to go all the way to kind of that nirvana of digitally transformed. Um, now on the flip side, this, this carrier is actually a little bit more as workers comp, but a little bit more on that like regional side of things. They decided that they were going to as an organization transform. 
and they weren't going to do it small. They were going to do it big. And they did uh, a large green um, greenfield implementation of Guidewire along with our, our, our product on base, SmartCom, and they had a bunch of moving parts. And so rather than um, doing small pieces here and there and having it stretch out over time, they decided we're going to go into a new region. We're going to implement these tools. We're going to get our feet wet with all of them, get our processes perfected, and then start to bring our existing book of business over. And so that was a different, a very different approach than what we saw with that mutual insurer. But we were able to support them through that transition. And because they had this, you know, more modern application driving their transformation, we played a bit more of a supporting role in that scenario, where we help manage communication between three different applications that kind of make up their core. We store documents within the, um, the on-base system, but then there's also some workflows that we help manage and some processes that maybe don't fit perfectly within Guidewire. We're able to help augment those processes and keep things, again, kind of in that digital stance, keep things moving, keep things efficient, but again, kind of taking that secondary role to Guidewire in that scenario, as opposed to kind of leading the charge within that other implementation. Okay. Um, so, so COVID and, and the, the move to remote, has that brought a ton of work and, and how are you helping companies when it, when it comes to, to, to the move to remote? So, yes, I would say our biggest growth area at Navient, you know, I mentioned we've got our insurance practice. We have also have some other areas that saw our government practice saw a lot of growth because that's another area where maybe they were a little bit lagging <laughs> and had no choice but to step into digital transformation. And we've certainly seen that within insurance. But another thing that I think um, with insurance, there were a lot of people that were working in a digital capacity so that they were able to take their laptop and go home and maybe they had to rework some paper processes. I heard a lot of stories from people talking about like we had to implement electronic forms on our website so that we stopped getting this influx of paper. Um, the other thing that I heard when COVID hit is there were some places that mailrooms still stayed in operation to keep those processes flowing. So I feel like in the insurance industry, there was the ability for a lot of folks to take their computer and go home. But the biggest thing that I'm seeing is that inefficiencies had spotlights just shown on them. When suddenly everybody wasn't working in the exact same hours of operation and people had disruptions in their lives and I, you know, I'm somebody that had a five-year-old and, or I guess at that time, a four-year-old and a one-year-old home with me. There were times that I needed to shut my laptop and go get the kids lunch and get them put down for nap when they were home with me. And I think those types of interruptions to the day gave a lot of organizations insights into maybe where their processes were not flowing efficiently because things just stopped or processes didn't, you know, suddenly stretched out and took longer and longer and longer because there was these weird stop points or redundancies within the processes or just things that you'd been doing that you never really realized presented an issue until you had to change the way that you worked. 
So with a lot of our existing customers, there's been a lot of optimization that's happening. So even folks that have tools that help them do their job are optimizing what those workflow processes look like and changing the flow of how information moves throughout the organization to make them more efficient. Um, and I would say probably a secondary effect of this, and I don't know how much we want to tie the great resignation to COVID, but in my mind, they're pretty strongly connected to this idea of work, work from home and working remotely. Um, that great resignation, I think, has changed how a lot of organizations are starting to think about IT initiatives and how they interact with their vendors. So one of the things that Navient has built over the last year and is seeing quite the, the jump in adoption of is managed service practice, because as it gets harder for our uh, customers to hire employees and have people that come in and understand their business, understand their processes, understand the technology tools to keep those things up and going, um, they're recognizing, you know, maybe they had a key person leave. And all of a sudden they were like, oh, wow, there goes a lot of institutional knowledge <laughs> and there goes our ability to upkeep, you know, like keep the lights on with the solution, keep things flowing, but then also optimize or expand our solution till we get someone else in and hired or hamstrung. And so we've seen a pretty large adoption of managed services within the insurance industry and kind of across the board. You know, I just had a conversation with um, an insurer the other day and we were talking a little bit about RPA, which is robotic process automation, which is another one of the tools that we have within our toolkit at Navient. And they were like, that's great, but like, I don't wanna train somebody and have somebody on staff that keeps that solution up and running. So what options are there for us to do RPA as a service or have a managed service that focuses on this offering specifically? And so we're having a lot more of those conversations that I would say is kind of a, a after effect of COVID as well. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> a few things, you, you really set me up with, with, with the key person leaving, leaving a company, Hamstrung, that's exactly what I do uh, yeah. with Jacobson. Uh, so for the listeners, uh, if somebody leaves and it's going to take months to replace them and that is slowing you down or holding an entire process down or whatever, as long as it's an insurance uh, skill set, we can quickly get you the right person. It's not cheap, but uh, we'll stop the bleeding until you hire the full timer. Uh, and, and we can find the weirdest, most specific skill sets. Uh, give me a call. and We, we, we can help. Uh, also, earlier, you, you talked about, about, about green screens. And I, as a PSA for the listeners, uh, from the recruiting and retention side, especially the young retention side, uh, if you want to retain your millennials and, and your Gen Zers who have never seen a green screen before, you've got to eliminate those green screens, at least the ones that, are, that, that, are, that face non-IT employees. So, so it, right, if you, you right, we, we can't afford to, to, to replace the entire mainframe yet, that's fine. But the software that the employer, that the employee faces, uh, it's a horror, it's a, it's, it's, it scares people away to have to work on, on, on awful green screens. I mean, come on, it's 2021. Uh, <laughs> as, to, as to COVID and, 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 and the great resignation, uh, yeah, they're, they're 100% interlinked in, in, in the, uh, and we, we both live in, in the white color space and, and our, our listeners are white color. 
in the white collar world, many, 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 many people, people didn't lose their job during, during COVID. They just realized that it's not what they wanted to do or not the right company or that they lived in you know New York City just because of the job, but but otherwise they didn't like it or the other way around, right? Uh, they were from, they know, right, you're from Chicago, but you're living in Iowa because that's what the job is. Uh, and, and you, right, so many people made the decision to go back to where they're from or go back to where they want to live. Uh, well, the best example be, be, being all, all of the, uh, all of the IT people leaving the Bay and, and going to the mountains or, or, or wherever, mm-hmm. um, and if you force them to come back, you're going to lose them. So, so yeah, it, it makes perfect sense that people reevaluated their, their relationship to, to, to work uh, because, because of COVID. Even those of us who did not lose jobs and those of us who were not uh, in uh, public-facing positions that exposed us to the, to the disease every day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's been a fascinating uh, last couple of years. I mean, an awful last couple of years in many, many ways. A lot of people that, that died and and the effect on the on the economy and and mental health of just about everybody uh but it's been incredibly interesting um so so uh and thank you for the examples those those were really 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 good so so basically you guys can help with any sort of transformation uh 95 of them are are it uh Mm -hmm. you can you can help us choose the right solution and you can help us implement it and you can help us do the change management which can sometimes be the trickiest part uh for for us to do internally basically yeah and i would say you know when we're working with an organization sometimes our entry point is with it because they recognize that a solution is needed but uh, pretty frequently we're brought in by operations folks who are saying, I need to get more efficient. (laughs) Come in and help us understand how to do that. And so pretty frequently we're brought in by the business and then work collectively with IT to implement that solution. Um, And I I would say that more and more frequently as customers um, or businesses get more comfortable with consuming software as a service or software cloud hosted platforms, we're seeing a little bit more of the business leading the charge to raise their hand and say, hey, we need something. And because it's going to be hosted in the cloud or a managed service, maybe they don't have to rely on internal IT as as much. That being said, I like to put out the disclaimer that I don't ever want to be a shadow IT application. I don't want to come in and cloak and dagger and try to move around an IT department because that doesn't do anyone's favor, anyone favors in the long run. But again, as we were talking about, especially if you've got an organization where your IT staff is overwhelmed, there are alternatives to bring in solutions and support your business processes without having to be a number on their list of to-dos, because that's another thing, especially as you get into larger organizations, there's going to be prioritization that happens and there's a fixed capacity of your own internal team. And so that might be another reason that like somebody would look to an outside vendor is because they have a fixed capacity internally and they need some support outside of that. Okay, makes perfect sense. And I was gonna, I was gonna. The last question was, who is generally the client? But you you answered that. So it's it's generally IT, but uh, more and more, uh, it's it's the business 
that mm-hmm. that that is that is bringing you in. So so awesome. Thank you very much for for your time. It's it's been very interesting. Uh, I think that pretty much every carrier has need for this type of service. Uh, so so I'm glad to have you on the show and and, and to uh, to to bring them an option uh, for for the <laughs> very large amount of process change. <laughs> that we're living through and that we're going to live through over the next who knows how long like the, 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 clearly we're, we're we're not an end state when it comes to completely modernizing our yeah. our technology oh. and processes <laughs> no and if you do it right it'll probably always be moving and changing for the rest of our lives it's never slowing down um but i appreciate you having me and giving me the opportunity to share a little bit about navient and like i said anybody who's interested in if we might be the right fit or is looking to try and find someone that's the right fit reach out and i can point you in the right direction if i've got someone that might be able to help you perfect and i will link your LinkedIn profile uh, when this goes live and the website, which is navient.com. So super easy. N-A-V-I-A-N-T. Yep. There's a Navient with an E and they do student loans and we're not going to chase you down for your student loans. Navient with the A, not the E. That's very good to know. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, of course.